On this episode, Monica and I return to the aristocrat to talk about 90-year-olds speaking up, early-stage cancer signals, teddy bears being tossed, and the first person to ever beat Tetris. It's coming up. Stay with us. It's a few years into the aftertimes. You get what I'm talking about. So come on. Let's say we get together, have a few drinks, talk about the good stuff happening in this world. You up for that? Then have a seat, because all the best conversations happen when you're two beers in. Here are your hosts, Brett Weaver and Monica Batten. The, uh, uh, it was a little strong. <laughs> a little tart. <laughs> well, you did ask for was cranberry. Way more... <laughs> Well, I'm trying to. Hang on. I think I've cleaned my kitchen with this stuff. <laughs> so it's delicious, is what you're saying. Did you drink that as well? <laughs> wow. Um, mm. I think I think next time I have like too much calcium deposits on the sure. on the on the cat. The lime away or this or this. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna need this. No. This this. You're like lemon lime thing. I'm, I'm it's a. It's, it's a, a. What the hell? It's it's a lime on one end it can't and a decide. lemon on the other. You know what? It's keeping its options open. That's what. It, that's what it is. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> this is a confused fruit. That no, I think it knows exactly what okay. it is. Okay, it's a limon. It's a limon. <laughs> Hello, I am limon. <laughs> Wow. You know, it's uh, funny coming in here today uh, because there were so many people in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and well, not people. There were so many cars in the parking yes. lot. And I walked in to this place thinking, all right, this might be a little difficult because uh, we might have a, a bunch of noise. Everybody's outside. Everyone's outside. Everyone's outside. After our four-day winter. Yes. <laughs> They're like, it's warm. Everybody oh get out. It's going to get cold again. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, you're listening to Two Beers In, yeah. uh, a, a podcast that hasn't been recorded in a while. <laughs> well. And uh, I am one of your hosts, Brett Weaver. I am one of your other hosts, <laughs> Monica Ballard. Hey. Hey. And uh, we are here at the historic Aristocrat Lounge in Burnett, off Burnett Road in Austin, Texas. Formerly the Poodle Dog. Yes. Established in 1964. Yeah, that's easy because the sign is right over my oh, shoulder. Oh, sure. Tell you them. Just, yeah. You just, oh, I'm not supposed to do that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, we are happy to be back, be up and recording again. A lot has gone on in the last four years, f- f- five years, almost five years. Get out. Uh, 2019 was the last time we recorded what? That were recorded successfully. So, <laughs> I was going to say, wait a second. We recorded since then. Remember, we tried to record yeah. a few times, and each time it was like, oh, that's, that didn't that, work. That didn't work. It was like three of them, and it didn't wow. work. Wow. Yeah. We suck. Yep. <laughs> Me specifically, because no. No. I was the technically challenged person, and uh, we switched over devices to a new device that seems to be working a lot better. Excellent. And, you know, I read, you know, as an IT professional, I did the right thing and read the fucking manual. Yeah. And uh, so now it's all good. Yay. 
what, what we're doing now uh, is uh, we're going through stories that we're finding that are positive. Uh, actually, I have found a website, Positive News, positive.news. Uh, is where I pulled the subjects for today. Is that? Uh, uh, it's also known as the Good News Network dot org. The Good News Network dot org. It's dot <laughs> org. Uh, and so I thought we would go through uh, some of these, and uh, yeah. and then uh, we are also uh, setting up a Patreon uh, uh, for it. So it's patreon.com forward slash. Two beers in with the number two. The number two. We have, uh, uh, I've been working on this today, and so uh, it's all built by me. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Which is basically going, hey, EK, could you come look at this, please? <laughs> and uh, we're going to have tears on there. We're going we're gonna to do one of the things that we're going to be doing if you're at the $5 a month tier. We're doing an extra episode, which is not specifically these stories. It'll be just us doing a free wheel chat. Ah. We'll do that each time we do one of these. Okay. And uh, that is the plan. All right. That I'm just telling Monica right now. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, cool. What are we doing? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Uh, all right. So start the car. Let's. T- <laughs> First of all, Monica, what are you drinking? I am drinking a cranberry. Oh, something or other Paloma. Mezcal Paloma. There's, there it was. Yes. Mezcal. Yes. I, I stay away from Mezcal. Why? Uh, I don't, it, usually it's, it has a smoky flavor that I don't necessarily like. There's and, no smoke in this. And then a lot of the times they, they also combine it with jalapeno. No. Not, it didn't happen this time, but that it, it was enough. Those two things put together, I just said, I, you know, I'm good with my gin. I'm good with my vodka. I'm yeah. good with my rum. Yeah. I'm good with tequila sometimes. But mezcal is just like bridge too far. Okay. Bridge too and what far. And what are you enjoying? Uh, I am enjoying uh, the $3 well drink. Of, <laughs> that is uh, gin and tonic with a dash of Angostura bitters. Uh-huh. It's my, it, it looks fancy and yet it is not. It's your go-to summertime drink. It is. It is. You, and since it's winter. You're, enjoy, you're enjoying the 75-degree day yes. in January. Yep. And, not to date where we are and right. what it is that we're doing. But no. 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 And no. as Valerie's probably like, you're talking about the weather again. <laughs> so uh, uh, we are, uh, I also started out with the mystery shot. Oh, okay. The mystery shot, which was a lemony thing. I don't okay. know what it was, right. but it was delicious. Okay. And, you know, it's all good. So there we go. Yay. Okay. Uh, let's start with the first thing, which was something that I saw, and I was like, well, this is really cool. Uh, an 89-year-old dude had to speak up to save believed extinct language of indigenous people who uh, revered silence. Yeah. Guy in South America. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. He even did a TED Talk, and... But it was in Spanish, so I was like, <laughs> oh, or, and probably that language as well. And well yes. I am middle-aged yeah. white guy, and I'm like, sorry, there's only so much. I, I'm go- I think it's awesome that somebody's discovered a language, or someone's like, hey, you know, I think I'm the last one that understands this language. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is that he was, um, generally in his culture, this language is passed down from the mother to the daughter. Oh. And because she had no daughters, 
he got the benefit of the information. Sure. But it, it wasn't like him yeah. to pass it down to anyone until okay. he realized, oh, shit, I may be the <laughs> Yeah. Because he went, he went off to find other people to see if, if, he, if there was anyone else he could communicate this language with. And he found that there was next to no one. Did you go on Reddit? Is that... Is that did he do deep state? I mean, what, he how know. did he? No, he he traveled to uh, villages where this <sighs> language is supposed to be spoken. It's a, and, and it's Lantec. Is that Lantic? Is the name? Yeah, I think so. I'm part of the right Charon language family, and according to the New York Times reporting on the phenomena of the resurrection of Lantec, it's quiet, it's throaty. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been trying to get back into learning the Cajun language, and uh, so this really kind of struck a chord with me because I sure. know a lot of it has kind of been going away. And there's a guy, uh, Jordan Thibodeau, who of course, <laughs> yeah, Jordan Thibodeau, as uh, who's a musician, uh, younger than I think he's in his thirties, handsome, really aggravates me, <laughs> and he's funny, oh. also aggravate, and he knows how to cook. Oh. Aggravates he's, me. He's just. I won't hold it against him. Okay. But uh, he has been uh, doing a thing on TikTok and uh, you know Facebook and, and and telling jokes in Cajun French and so I have been enjoying that and of course uh, everybody else who's not Cajun I'm like hey everybody this is funny and they're like I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know how that's working so uh, yeah yeah. Uh, or is there, so you are, you, I, you know what? I don't know. You're from, are you originally from Florida? No. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Where they make the pencils. Yes. yes. And the vanias. And the vanias. <laughs> the weather vanias. We don't really talk about the vanias. We talk more about the pencils. <laughs> about pencils, yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yes. Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Okay. And then uh, moved to Florida when I was 12. Mm-hmm. So that's where I had most of my education and, and such. High, junior high, high school. Had to make the adjustment from Catholic school to public school. How was that? It was rough. Yeah? Yeah, because I was 13 at the time, too. So that made it even worse. Well, I mean, what made tell, tell me a couple of things that made it worse. You had to think about what it was you were going to wear every day. Oh, okay. So there was that. Because sure. Catholic school, we had uniforms yeah. to wear. You just... Never thought about it. Right. Um, the first time I was asked a question, I stood up next to my desk to answer. And everybody oh, laughed. Everyone laughed. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but you're still standing up. I'm still standing up. You haven't stopped. Answer. No. That's right. And um, and then spent a number of years in the Carolinas, North and South Carolina. Mm-hmm. A little bit of time in Virginia. Ran mm-hmm. into somebody <laughs> from um, Western Virginia. Uh, on one of my ghost tours the other week and uh, she said um, Western Virginia and I said what town and she said oh you have it I said what town she said Galax I said I spent two years in Martinsville and I described it as the dark night of my soul (laughs) and I said what'd you do there she said I worked for the school board and I said oh I'm so sorry oh yeah, she said, so I went, I went to a lot of high schools and stuff. I said, yeah, I went to a high school on career day. 
they wanted me to speak about broadcasting. And yeah. the guidance counselor pulled me aside and said, now you be sure to tell these youngsters that if they want to go into broadcasting, that's something they can do right here in Henry County, and they don't need to go nowhere. Yes. And the whole point of my presentation was... Listen, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> all the stations you can listen to on the AM dial yeah. from Chicago and New York City and yeah. Kansas. I'm just, just like the world is just open to you. Yes. And but don't leave. But don't leave. Don't leave. No, stay here. Intermarry. Work in the <laughs> furniture factory. It'll stick around. I promise. They, those, you talk about dialects. Those people develop their own dialect. Amazing. Now, I've been used to a North Carolina dialect. Sure. These people had a dialect so deep, I spent half the time on the phone with them saying, I'm sorry, I can't understand you. Because, you know, you'd answer the phone. I, sure. At the radio station. Sure. Call, WMVA. And they, yeah. and they go, uh, who won't bass again? And I said, I'm sorry, what? Who won't bass again? I was I'm, I can't understand you. <sighs> who... Won the Bassett game. <laughs> oh, who won the Bassett yeah. high school football oh, okay, game? Okay, because I was you. like, yes. I was like, are these dogs? Is, no, the, is there no, a dog game that's no. going on? Or are they saying basketball just really fast? Uh, you know, Bassett was where it was, it was a neighboring town where they make a lot of furniture. And furniture, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it was Martinsville furniture, Bassett furniture. Yeah. And that, and, and yeah, they they intermarried so much in that in those communities in that section that they developed their own language, Amazing. their own their own dialect. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. They didn't appreciate it when I went on the air one time and said that uh, Tom Petty had won the poll at, at the Daytona Speedway. <laughs> Tom Petty. Yes. It's like I'm, <laughs> I. I, it was kind of like I saw it in passing as it came <laughs> yes. over the wire, and I said, okay, this will be important because there's a speedway in town. Right, you know, Tom so. Petty. And I said, and uh, this just in from uh, from the newswire, Tom Petty won the poll. At the and in the back of my mind, there's this little voice going, That's Tom Petty right. is a rock star. <laughs> and I said, no That's way. not hey, right. No way, no way, no way. No hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, it wasn't Tom Petty. No. He didn't even place. No. And he's really. He wasn't even there. He, he was he, really. Well, he did this. He did. He did yes, the uh, the national yeah. anthem. <laughs> he's like, you wrecked me, baby, and I couldn't yep. show up. Sure. Um, <laughs> and I was like, it was wasn't. It wasn't Richard. It wasn't Richard. It was his son. It was his son. Well, you know who I mean. It was it was the son of Richard Petty. He yes. was the guy who won the poll. And now here's some music. And I've started a record. And what did they say? And the phones light up. And I and I said WNBA. And there's this voice that goes, Kyle. It was like this. Kyle Petty. Kyle Petty. Thank you. See, I only Thank know you. of Richard Petty. No, Richard was the dad. His son Kyle took over. I thought Richard the Petty the business. second was the one. Oh boy, y'all don't come after me. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think we have much you know, of a, a NASCAR. A NASCAR following. No, no. no. Yeah. Maybe you know. Maybe uh, Justin Robert Young's listening I, to this, I, and he's got a. I thought the whole sport was ridiculous. Anyway, <gasps> a bunch of grown men making a bunch of left-hand turns. Sure, but very fast. But very fast. Fine. I mean, and it's kind of cool because they started out as. As uh, 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 
Funny cars. No, no. <laughs> they were they, they 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 the whole sport started because of uh, uh, the guys who do illegal stills. Um, moonshiners. Moonshiners. Because of moonshiners. That's the whole reason that thing started. Also popular in that part of Virginia. Yeah, I might add. Okay. <laughs> We've moving got, on. Moving on. Speaking of health, I don't know. <laughs> We've uh, there this year or last year. There was a test that was created that can spot eighteen early stage cancer signals, and it shows eighty four percent sensitivity. And they had their first human trial. So does that mean that only one? They're like, yeah, no. worked eighty four percent of it. Like, what was? What was the range? No, imagine they probably tested a few more people than that. Right. <laughs> to kind of get a. Return on investment there. <laughs> a trial of 440 humans okay. with a total of 18 different cancers. Wow. And blood plasma samples were taken from each pa- uh, patient along with 44 healthy blood donors. So, like, they knew the 44 yes. were. control group there. So that's 10%. Yeah. And out of that, 84%, they were able to, to figure so it out. 18 different. Yeah. Wow. That's... That's going to be a tremendous help. Yeah. That's I've always been, uh, 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 I mean, cancer has run in my family. And one of the things that I read about or watched or listened to, you know, media comes in, I don't remember, right. uh, was talking about not necessarily fighting cancer, but living with cancer is a thing to where... That seems to be the better way to go. Like, if yeah. you're fighting it, then it's a thing that you're going to lose. And so instead, of just live with it and learn how to live with it. And, and I'm not saying don't do chemo right. or any right. of those other things. Yeah. It's just mindset that I thought was very interesting. I think more, interesting. more and more, it's, it's, it might be becoming that way. It broke my heart, though, to see that CNN journalist yeah. who um, was diagnosed with stage three. Mm. Black woman. And she said, and it came through self-exam. Wow. Self-examination, and that's what made me want to go to the doctor and get it checked out. And, and she said that, but in doing so, she found that, like, if you're a black woman, you are 80% more likely to die of cancer than anyone else because they just simply don't have the opportunity for care. Right. Or detection. Wow. That the rest of us do. And wow. That's yeah. So this this is a big milestone. I'm really glad to, yeah. to hear that news. Yeah. That's almost like a. It's like yeah, cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> great story, Brett. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me go back. Wait. And then there are the dogs who can sniff out the cancer too. Yes. Those are good dogs. Good dogs. Very good dogs. <laughs> What's happening here? This is trying to go back so I can hit the next topic. There we go. This is all new. Uh, Oh, I love this. This is a really good one. So uh, uh, a record was broken in uh, a gathering of uh, teddy bears for, for, uh, uh, for charity. Yes. And it was at a hockey game. Hershey. Hershey, yes. Hershey, Pennsylvania. Hershey, Pennsylvania. 
A professional hockey team in Pennsylvania broke a franchise record last week, not for goals scored, but for the number of teddy bears tossed into the ice for fans to help local kids. So are there even as many kids as there are? So the plush pandemonium broke out uh, in the second period as the Hershey Bears scored a goal to trigger the annual teddy bear toss. (laughs) That collects toys for charity while the announcer screamed, let the sweet, cuddly mayhem commence. And what happened? 75,000 bears. That's, wow. Hit the ice. I wonder how many of them were were immediately decapitated, though, from <laughs> hockey's players skating, skating over, over them. Skating over the heads. They, if they did, they, they were time out. That's right. Plus, they had plenty left. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, does this count as two bears? <laughs> the exorbitant no. downpour of plushies began four minutes into the second period at the Giant Center with 74,599 stuffed toys raining down. I, I think if I was the hockey player, I would just lay on the ice and let the things, <laughs> this plush rain, it would be like, you know, make make a make, <laughs> make a, a, a plushy a bear angel. Egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. So so the question and the previous record was uh, sixty seven thousand teddies. Wow. And uh, since and this has been going on since two thousand one, and they've uh, uh, reached nearly a half a million Woo. cuddly toys. Cuddle it, toys. <laughs> well, good for you, Hershey, Pennsylvania. I mean, sure, you make shitty chocolate, but Brett, <laughs> come on. I want them to make better chocolate. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Delicious. Uh, what uh, stuffed animals do you have? I still have a steif bear with a music box in its tummy that my mother owned. Okay. So it dates back to around 1920. Wow. Yes. And I used to get really mad at my sister Valerie because she would take it and, and go, and she would, she would quickly punch the tummy of the bear to make it go like that. And, right. And I would wrangle like, it back. I will her. kill you. Stop that. Yeah. Stop that. And I'm very glad I got it away from her the many times that I did because that bear still plays Brahms lullaby <gasps> when you... So it, it actually has a thing in its yeah, belly. Yeah. And when you press like, you know, just very, very slightly, it's, it's like... Ding, 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 oh. Well, how do you wind it? You don't wind it. It's inside the tummy. So when you press it and release, it plays It plays the music. That's amazing. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That's steif. Yeah. All of my, stu- all my stuffed animals are like uh, Casey Green's, uh, 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 the dog in the fire saying, this is fine. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? <laughs> Casey Green's a friend of ours, and so oh, I have, he? I have, uh, uh, yeah, this is fine. I have uh, from uh, uh, what, what was Devil's Panties. There's a 
a uh, a stuffed uh, Pedro the stuffed cactus. <laughs> Uh, I have, what else do I have? I think I've seen uh, in your studio, yep, Pedro I, the Stuffed Cactus. I, I, I have a stuffed microphone. Okay. A plushy microphone. Okay. Uh, and, oh, and, and this bear, or, or, or a gorilla, that used to say, hug me. And I gave it to EK. And, and we always, she always loved it, but somehow it came back to me because the hug me always looked weird. And it looked like it said, ug me. <laughs> and so then for the longest time, that's part of yes. our language. Yes. We're like, ug me. Ug me. Ug me. <laughs> so it's up there, too. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Like, I, I, I always think of friends who, like, because especially during pandemic and all these times, of course, we're, you know, uh, married, no kids. Yeah, and so we have a whole language that we have to. Oh, end. We're yeah. always having to tell all of our friends. I mean, yes. you too. Okay, yes. this is what this means. <laughs> this is what this means. Yes. And then what's yes. great is when that then comes back through, through them. Like they. Right. Yeah, for me and Jim, let's see. One of ours was. Oh, there's not much to see. Really, we're inside a Chinese dragon. Which was a line out of What's Up, Doc. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. There's not much to see. There's not much to see, really. We're inside a Chinese dragon. <laughs> and there's another scene in that, in that film where um, the hotel manager is in this woman's room, and, and he says he needs to check uh, because another guest has lost a snake. And she jumps on the, on the bed, and she's like, oh, he's so, so it's, it's all right, it's all right. I'm, he's actually looking for a case with a lot of jewels in it. Yeah. And he looks under the bed, and he goes, I will check the bathroom. He goes, well, what if it's in the bathroom? And he goes, no, no, snakes are famous for being dreadfully afraid of tile. <laughs> 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 so that, that also stuck around in our... The, the 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 big one for us is well the two, I mean we have so many, but the two that just come to mind one is from uh, Big Night, when we say maybe we uh, uh, how do you say a hot dog? <laughs> There's a whole scene. That's one, and then the other one is from uh, from um, uh, Safe Men, which is a movie. In 2000, that nobody knows about, but it's got like Sam Rockwell, yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Yes, like that's one of the movies we have everybody watch. And there's there's a whole running thing with Mark Ruffalo that he's got this mustache, and everybody is like, "Sweet, sweet stash, bro." <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> like six different people do that to him. So Ek and I will still occasionally go, "Sweet stash, bro." Thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> The last story we have, unless you want to, if you have more. No, no, no. I was working the day job today. I had no time for research. There we go. <laughs> I, on the other hand, <laughs> had all the time. Uh, uh, and this, this one should go out to, to um, Andrew Heaton because, and Roy Williams because we're all... We're in the Oklahoma area for many years. Yes. Uh, Oklahoma 13-year-old is believed to be the first person ever to beat Tetris. Like, play it all the way through. Have you seen the video yes, of it? I have. 
Uh oh, you have notes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I thought it was amazing. So now you tell me why it's not amazing. <laughs> no, no, no. Tell me why why you think this is an amazing accomplishment. Because you know I am not a gamer. Okay. I do not sit in rooms for great periods of time with a controller in my hand. Sure. I've tried it. I suck at it. Sure. I knew when to when to Just cut to go, my losses. You know Maybe not. And say, you know what? Yeah. I don't. I don't care if I get to the end of the universe with. Um, sure. With, what was what was that? The 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 towel and the. Um, oh, uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide Hitchhiker's to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You don't have a towel. Uh, you don't you have, care. You have fuzz in your pocket. You've got yeah. lint in your pocket. Yes. And it's kind of like, oh, oh the Earth, you know, it's destroyed. Sure. Start over. It's kind of like. Sorry, not fun. I'm going to go walk around the block. Sure. <laughs> I, you know, I also am one of those people to where I will play a game. There's maybe of my whole life, I think I've finished three games. All the other ones, there's a point where I'm like, mm, yeah, okay, I'm just killing <laughs> pixels now is all I'm doing. Uh, but in this one, it's amazing because... First of all, Tetris is one of the original games yes. that's been around since the uh, 70s. Yep. And uh, uh, the understanding is, and there are multiple tons of levels, and as each level goes, it gets harder and harder and harder. These things drop faster and faster. You have to be on the ball to be able to take care of it. Okay. He got all the way to the end when it's insane. Like I think EK, would, she is a big Tetris person. And I used to be a Tetris person, badly enough to where I started dreaming. Oh. I would have, I'd be yeah. falling asleep and I'd be, wait, hold on, you right. got to make the thing fit or uh -huh. you're not going to go to sleep. <laughs> it's much like That's, having dead air on the radio. Yes. When you're like, you can't go to sleep because right. you're and falling, so, oh, I got dead air. Uh, <laughs> I've got dead air. It's like, you're not at the thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So you tell me now. <clears throat> oh, she's got a... Oh, no. She's, she's written something out. <laughs> Lewis Braille was 15 when he invented the eponymous reading system mm -hmm. that we know today as Braille. Okay. 15. Okay. All right. Jordan Romero from California became the first 13-year-old to scale Mount Everest. Laura Decker from the Netherlands sailed around the world solo at age 14. Sure. Nadia Komenich won three gold medals at age 14, including the first ever perfect score in gymnastics. I remember seeing that. Flynn McGarry was featured in the New York Times at age 14 when he started his own pop-up restaurant, Eureka. Uh, okay, now he's aggravating. Astrophysicist Jacob Bennett gave one of the most popular TEDx, um, TED Talks on creative thinking and problem solving at age 14. Bobby Fischer was a chess grandmaster at age 15. Yeah, but that dude was creepy. Annie Oakley was a championship sharpshooter at age 15. She's, yep. And Malala began fighting in her native, native Pakistan for girls' rights to education when she was 11. 11. And the she Taliban tried to kill her at age did 12. Not, did not do it. They failed. By the time she was 17, she won the Nobel Peace Prize. Sure. I am not impressed with this youngster from Oklahoma. You can't even just say, well, good for you. 
Good for you. That's all. Good for you, Oklahoma. It's not. It's you know. This is what Oklahoma can give. <laughs> all right. It's just like, let the, it's, Roy H. Williams, me for a little bit. <laughs> Kristen Chenoweth. Christy Chenoweth. <laughs> and this. And Sam, what was his name? Sam. Wanamaker. No. No, no. Sam. Sam Rockwell. Sam. The singer. I, he Sam. won, he won uh, uh, Star Search. Do you remember back in the 80s? Sam. I can't remember his name. Oh. Yeah. But he was from Broken Arrow. The well. Sham. Yes. And the Pharaohs. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly who it was. <laughs> like I know that oftentimes when when there are two sports teams up for a national championship. Sure. I will always if I don't if I'll have any any skin in the game, I will always root for the Podunk Rural University. Sure. Because by God, they have to stay in Nebraska. Give them something. Come on. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know. Yeah. You guys will at least have that, okay? And so. And yeah. and, and and when I sent this this uh, link to Monica, she did say, "Oh, I have notes." And I was like, <laughs> "For a thirteen-year-old, like, yes. yeah, this yes. is not. This is not. Like, but." What if he could flip the perfect fried egg, make it perfectly medium well? You'd be like, good for you. That's the that'll, level. That'll That's get... the level. It's not, it's not world ending. <laughs> it made national news. Sure. It ended up in my Google feed. I know that. That's because gamers. There's a lot of there's a lot of gamers. This is for gamer content. How did he do on Pong? Huh? Huh? They won't uh, tell you that. It says they that he's that. like, no, I'm not going to play that stupid ass game. <laughs> you like those retro games, there, fella? Yeah, he does. He does. He's like, all right. Well, how about I don't know, Snake. How you doing on Snake? I remember when Jim first tried to teach me how to use a computer. I'm dating myself now. Sure. We were just married. Um, and um, we had a Commodore 64. Oh, love those. And he was trying to teach me basic so that I would know how to... Program a program thing. Program a thing. Yeah. There were. I remember there were a lot of colons and backslashes and underscores and, and, and things like that. Godo. And 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 he just gave me this this whole formula, and I'm there hunting and pecking and mm -hmm. carrying on. And I I asked him. I said, "When do I get to ask it a question?" And he said, "Well, you you can't ask a computer a question and just have it spit out the answer. Sure. I mean, this isn't science fiction. Yeah. He said, any answer it gives you, you have to already put in it. And I said, then why the hell do I need a computer? <laughs> That's when I knew I was done with coding. Yeah. yeah like, 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 give me a reel-to-reel -reel and a <laughs> microphone. I'm fine. I don't need that other stuff. So, That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I remember uh, in high school was when I first started learning BASIC. And that was on the TRS, the Radio Shack TRS-80. Yes. Trash 80. And that's what we called it. And, uh, and it was a math class. It was considered a math class. And so I was like, okay, well, instead of taking, uh, taking 
something really hard, I'll take this because by that point, I'd been playing with computers for, for a while. In fact, I was one of those ones that would go to Radio Shack and play around on the computer. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then until they kicked me out. <laughs> and uh, so... Hey, young man, are you going to buy that computer? Yeah. All right. No. Well, and, but, but the, here's the good thing. I, so I'll, I'll actually come back to that. Uh, uh, going to class, it was unfortunate because the person running the class was basically a chapter ahead of all of us. This was a math teacher that, I mean, she yeah. had just come out, poor thing. She had just come out of, like, some kind of mental unwellness thing. And oh, she great. was doing this, what hey, she let's thought. let's put her in a high school. Yeah. <laughs> it really was like that. And, and the poor thing, because she would tell us, do this thing. And then I was like, oh, I can skip ahead because instead of typing everything in, I can just do this and blah, blah, blah. And it makes yeah. it cleaner code. And. And she used to get so mad. She's like, that's not how we're doing things. I was like, but it works. <laughs> it's cleaner code. It's easier this way. Yeah, but you need to show that you can do the other way. I'm like, well, by doing this way, I'm showing you that I already know how to do it. Yeah. Oh, that poor. Oh. I mean, like, I remember being really aggravated with her back then. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, oh. I wish I could apologize. Oh, <laughs> Honey, I'm sorry. Oh, young Brad. I'm sorry. I wasn't a jerk, but it was just what. Right. But you, well, yes. you know me well enough to know <laughs> that I'm like, but it doesn't make sense. Yes. Why are we? So, but what was funny was uh, from all of that, being able to go to Radio Shack and go to uh, Apple computers and play around, they all noticed that I wasn't breaking machines. I was always making sure they worked properly when I left them. And so both sides were like, if anybody walks up, could you just show them how to do <laughs> this? Because we're so tired of, of having to fix these things. And so that was my first foray into IT wow. support was, yeah, well, look, at this, look at this Mac 512. Isn't this cool? And, uh, and oh, yeah, and then we're done. Oh, and it still works. That's great. <laughs> of course, they didn't pay me for that, but, you know. So we're, when we go into the uh, Patreon yes. segment, yes, um, I I want to discuss AI a little bit. And okay, something that and an interesting collection of thoughts. Okay, and one very alarming one. Okay, <laughs> well, and if you were a person that is uh, uh, joined the five dollar level uh, uh, per month. We're starting. We're smart, starting small. Five dollars a month. Sure. Uh, Patreon.com. Five dollars a month. Come forward on. slash. It's a dollar a week. Or uh, and if change. there's a, if it's a five week month. Right. That's what I'm believing it is. Yes. <laughs> so uh, that we we have a three dollar level. We have a five dollar level. We have a twenty dollar level. We have a three dollar level. We do because I couldn't go. I wanted to actually do it for free. Right. Just just they won't to, let you do that. And they won't let you do that anymore. And so I did three $3. levels, three dollars a month. There's a five dollar. Uh -huh. That's the like the standard one gets right. you in the door. Okay. You get to get the extra uh, uh, the extra episode uh, uh, per week. Then there's the twenty dollar. Well, I think I've got a twenty dollar level, which is uh, hey, you're gonna get a shout out to that, and we're gonna reach out to you. And then there's like a, a higher than that, which 
I'm still building the Which thing. means if you come on by, we'll buy your drink. That's right. All right. There you I, go. I, I might even grab some of EK stickers that she makes and send them to you. We wow. can do that, too. We're going to try to make it value add. Yes. So uh, you can do that Brett, by we'll going. we'll coach you on, tre- on Tetris. Yes. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yes. I will ask EK to do it, and she'll tell me no, and, and then, uh, then, then I'll then do it. Then he'll call up a 13-year-old kid. <laughs> yes. We'll In say, Oklahoma. I've got time can for I you. Just, can I just get some o- Oklahoma kid to teach you <laughs> how to play Tetris? So uh, you can do that. Uh, so that episode's coming up. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this. Uh, send us your uh, – uh, send us your – well, let's start with uh, uh, contact uh, at – brettweavervoice.com I know there's going to be an actual email address to where you can send comments okay uh, but let's just start with that one hide all the nasty comments for me yes thank you yeah you no. know how easily I'm hurt yes I want to hear positive th- we, we <laughs> want to get positive stories from yes, y'all yes yeah. share them with us and then we'll awesome. we'll put them on the air and, and thank you in person so uh, otherwise I'm Brett Weaver and I've been drinking a gin and tonic I'm Monica Ballard. I've been drinking a um, cranberry mezcal paloma. And you have been listening to Two Beers In. Cheers. Bye.